Hey guys, it's Jim with Crawfordology. Are you going crazy yet today? I mean, this Flynn thing, Donald Trump, Obama clash has got to be making you crazy right now. You know, we're going to talk about Tesla. We're going to talk about Trump. We're going to talk about Obama. We haven't really talked about him for some time. And we're going to talk about Flynn. Hey, hang in there. Hey guys, you know, there is some, we should all be crazy right now, really. Seriously, we should be insanely crazy at our government. I want you to think about Michael Flynn. <clears throat> so Michael Flynn, born in Rhode Island, I think, he, he rises to the rank of lieutenant general. That's a three-star general in the army. He is he is Obama's, this, this is interesting, not only is he a Democrat politically, but he is Obama's defense intelligence agency head. So here's a guy who worked for President Obama and stays on board to work for President Trump. Now, <clears throat> he was a general officer. I want to tell you something about the way general officers work because there are some things you have to believe if you believe, one, that Michael Flynn was, was doing bad things with Russia. You have to also believe that this guy has not just a screw loose, but that he's not very smart. We put him in charge of the Defense Intelligence Agency, and he's not very smart because every general officer in the United States goes to a general officer polishing program. It's like a finishing school. They learn at that school how to deal with the media. They learn how to deal with their, their social uh, contacts, their social media. And, and one of the things they learn to do is to lay low on that. The, the people at this school come in and give them all sorts of information. By the way, Defense Intelligence Agency probably runs all of, this, all of this background information and gives it to them on day one. So when you make your first star, you get this information and you're told, here are the things that can go wrong. So not only it, was he in the intelligence world, and let me just tell you, a normal soldier, sailor, airman, they all get pummeled with training and retraining for counterintelligence, here's what you do, here's what you don't do, secured line, unsecured line, classified, unclassified. So you learn these things. Not only do you learn it early, but you learn it frequently. It's important. It's something the military does. So here we have Flynn, who's the head of the agency, right? And supposedly he carries out some sort of mischiefs with the Russians on a telephone, an unsecure line. Now, I, this is where I'm saying he would have to be like, not only would he have to be the worst general officer probably in modern times, but also the dumbest general officer in modern times, which I don't believe is true. I don't believe that that's true. Do you know that not, no one, not, I, don't, I don't want to say not no one, not anyone has seen the transcript of his call. That seems to be something that, that Senator Grassley asked for, that many people, his defense counsel asked for, and for some reason the Justice Department was unwilling or could not produce this. So now we're starting to learn as the documents are opening up, the aperture's widening, you know, the, the daylight, uh, the sunshine is, is being shown on the badness, and it appears 
that it may actually have a link back to our last president. You guys are going to have to keep your eyes on this because there will be so much maneuvering. There was a phone call today with two or 3,000 former Obama uh, officials. Um, basically, I think it's the emergency. He's hit the bat phone. You know, he's hit the button and said, you know, alert, alert. We're all in for a ride here. I need some help. I need my backup. So, <clears throat> so what we see is that he has a phone call with thousands of former officials, and he's telling them, hey, things are, things are getting ugly. So now you'll start to see people covering their own backside. You'll start to see all the talking heads showing up saying, well, you know, this is where Trump went wrong. This is where the Department of Justice went wrong. This is where A.G. Barr should be fired. He should, he should be, you know, sent out to pasture. But the reality is they're not going to talk about the details and show the evidence that they have on Flynn because they don't have any. This should concern you as an American citizen. If we can take the head of an intelligence agency, not only do we take him out of the position, he was national security advisor for Trump for a few, a very short period. I don't know, I don't know how many days right off the top of my head, but it wasn't very long. Um, so you pull somebody out who was in charge of the Defense Intelligence Agency under President Obama and seemed to have no problem. But now that they're working for Trump, suddenly there's an issue. And, and what, uh, what really befuddles me and, and should just have everybody here with pitchforks and torches right now ready to go you know, march on, on the Justice Department and the FBI is how in the world would they do that to someone who has served his country his entire life? I am, I am just mystified that this is one of those cases where they have no problem sacrificing one of their own. As I said, he's a registered Democrat, and they could care less because he was doing some good, some benefit to a Republican president. Namely, he was doing some good and some benefit to Donald Trump. So, you know, how do you feel about this when you think from, from the standpoint of individual citizen, right to a fair trial, you know, due process. And here we have our government leveraging its, its very agencies in a very political way. Does it seem very strange to you that President Obama was able to tell the FBI, don't tell the incoming president what you're doing? I mean, that, there should be, you know, remember a few years ago in Singapore, when that boy did some graffiti in, in Singapore and maybe he chewed gum and spit it on the sidewalk, I don't know, but he got caned in public. We should have public canings. I think they lay them down, they take their shoes off, and they whack the bottom of their feet, right? It's, it's humiliation, it's pain. You don't do that again. I think if we did that to members of Congress, elected officials, unelected officials who, who perpetrate any sort of crime or try to manipulate the American people, we would have a whole lot less of that. Who can get behind me? You know, just I just need a like. If you would like to see a caning of people who do bad in Washington, just just tell me. I mean, we're really not going to do it because we're not in that power. But this should really make you angry, and it should make you really run out to the ballot box next time. But, you know, don't blindly vote for someone. Just because they 
they say Republican or Democrat, don't vote for them like that. Find out about these candidates. What do they know? Are they an empty shell, an empty suit? Or do they really have ideas? Do they support the Constitution? Do they believe that they're there to serve you or there to be served? Because actions like this make me think these people were there to control and be served. I mean, you can read some of the emails that came out of the FBI at that time. We've shared those before, but really, really makes me sick. It makes me sick, and it should make you equally sick and angry. So what with Flynn's case? You know, so U.S. District Judge Emmett G. Sullivan is the presiding judge with Flynn. And I wonder when Department of Justice goes in there and they don't really want to admit to any malfeasance, malpractice. They just want to say, yeah, you know, we're just going to let this one go. We spent, I don't know how many million dollars, but we're, we're good. You know, let them, we're going to drop the charges. I think that judge should make them in court, under oath, explain exactly why they're dropping the charges, exactly why they didn't share documentation, and who else inside the administration was involved. I would love to see that light shown and shown brightly and broadly so that we can really get to the bottom of what happened here. You know, today um, we saw the, the president. So let's, uh, let's go to the film here. President, in one of your Mother's Day tweets, you appear to accuse President Obama of the biggest political crime in American history by yeah. far. Those were your words. What crime exactly are you accusing President Obama of committing, and do you believe the Justice Department should prosecute him? Uh, Obamagate. It's been going on for a long time. It's been going on from before I even got elected, and it's a disgrace that it happened. And if you look at what's gone on, and if you look at now all of this information that's being released, and from what I understand, that's only the beginning. Uh, some terrible things happened, and it should never be allowed to happen in our country again. And you'll be seeing what's going on over the next, over the coming weeks. But I, and I wish you'd write honestly about it. But unfortunately, you choose not to do so. Yeah, John, please. Crime. What is the crime exactly that uh, you're accusing him of? You know what the crime is. The crime is very obvious to everybody. All you have to do is read the newspapers, except yours. <laughs> so there is the president, you know, being as direct as he always is. And, and I love that about the president. The president doesn't pull punches. Uh, you know, in the past, and I think we spent probably 30 years having Republican presidents, a 30-year period where we had Republican leaders, I should say, who really would try to be nice and kind and pull punches and, and try to take the high road at, at every turn. Meanwhile, they were being undermined by the media. They were being, you know, beat down by their political adversaries, and it left their constituents wondering what in the world has happened with, uh, with our leadership? We don't have a, a, a leader in Washington with a spine, and now we've got one who has no problem stepping up and, and really getting into the fray. And we hear people going, man, I wish we had less of that now. But I, I appreciate it for one, and I appreciate the president taking these things on headlong. Now, we don't know if, if President Obama uh, you know, really committed a crime, we don't know. It, it, it does appear there was some fishy, funny business inside his administration. And I think we saw a number of people that are, that are starting to be exposed as these emails are, are shown. Uh, the Director of National Intelligence, uh, VNI, Richard Grinnell, actually has released, I think, uh, or is in the process of releasing 
two or three thousand names of uh, of folks who were operatives inside the Obama administration who played a part in this uh, in this travesty in some way. So we're going to keep watching the news on that. And hey, look here is the here's the real coup d'état of all this. The irony is that uh, do we do we have that clip? where the president uh, stands up and he says, hey, now it's my turn. Um, because the president has spent almost his entire time as president, and he has been investigated one time after another after another. Even when they knew there was nothing to investigate, they continued to investigate. You know, I don't know if you saw the post that uh, that came out. Here it is. Hope you had fun investigating me. Now it's my turn. And and let me tell you, if there's ever been a president that's serious about this, I believe Donald Trump is serious about this. And and wouldn't you be, wouldn't you feel so frustrated by three and a half years of just constant, you know, accusation, even when they knew, and now they're starting to admit and we're starting to see them admit that they had nothing. They had no connection. They were playing a terrible game of liars poker with your tax dollars, simply because they wanted this guy out of the White House. And, and that is despicable. We should absolutely be rising up angrily at, at the polls in November. And if you don't do that, shame on you. You should find a new country to live in. Because if you allow your elected officials to run over you, to run roughshod, your decisions, you're the decision makers. The Constitution gives you the power. They work for you. You are telling them who you're sending there to represent your interest, not to go there and do whatever they want, not to go there and, and disregard what, what the people of the United States did when they elected Donald Trump president. So it looks as if if the president is reelected, they hold the Senate, potentially flip the House back to a Republican-controlled House and a Republican-controlled Senate, I would say it is game on for the people who've played dirty pool or who have played silly games. Adam Schiff, beware. I think that there will be a ton of investigations coming, looking at your abuse of power, looking at the way that, uh, that you've treated every investigation and how you have hidden from the American people the the lack of evidence to pursue a political persecution against a president. I mean, it is shameful, and you should be ashamed. So Trump is going to come back, and I think he is going to investigate like it's game on, and uh, that's something we can we can expect to see. But you know, as as we think about how how power hungry, and I almost think it's like they get drunk on power that some of these folks come in California. I, if you caught over the weekend, Elon Musk tweets about the Tesla plant. I mean, here he is, the Tesla plant in Fremont, California, and he is saying, hey, <clears throat> I got to get my plant back open. And, and I'll tell you, I, I have some, some business associates and some contacts, um, gosh, I'm afraid to even say this, who are in China, in Hong Kong. And, and they're investment banker types, and we were having a call about this because one of his friends actually manufactures some of the, um, well, they, they've got manufacturing plants, and they 
manufacturer for Tesla in China. And the conversation came that when, when he came to the States to look at what was happening, there was just a series of lackluster performances going on in the plant in California. And I explained, hey, don't, don't look at that as all of America because uh, those workers in California are hardworking folks. Yes, they're probably represented by some, some very strange laws and rules to you, but that doesn't represent everyone in the country. He said to me, you know, at that time, Elon Musk was sleeping in the plant to make sure delivery got worked out for folks. So here's an entrepreneur who's, who's bet it all, and he is saying, man, I'm going to do this through force of my personality. If I can't get it done another way, I'm going to be here to push this thing over the finish line. And he said, in China, if the owner or the president or a senior manager was sleeping at the plant, every worker would be sleeping at the plant to solve this problem. Because collectively, we would recognize that the company has a goal that they have to achieve. Now, Elon Musk is that kind of guy. He's an entrepreneur. He's cut from a cloth that's maybe not like everyone. He's different. And I know some people speculate he's alien because of his brain, right? I mean, who else is running multiple billion-dollar companies at the same time? But Elon has said he's opening the plan up. He doesn't care what's going to happen in California. But more than that, he's saying, I may close the Fremont plant Texas, Nevada, here I come. So he's starting to now look at new locations. And, and here we go. The power-hungry uh, assemblywoman Lorena Gonzalez says, F you, Elon Musk, right? I don't care what you think. F you. This is very AOC-like when she was running uh, Amazon out of New York City. So all I can say is if Lorena Gonzalez, Assemblywoman Lorena Gonzalez, represents you, run to the polls in November and throw her back to wherever she came from because she should not be representing the good people of California. You cannot take an entrepreneur, a business person, who's bringing business, commerce, tax dollars into California Look, th there is a flow of, of businesses out of California already. This is one of the highest profile businesses in the United States. And you're going to tell Elon Musk, right? There's the tweet. You know, F Elon Musk. Uh, California has highly subsidized a company that has always disregarded worker safety and well-being, has engaged in union busting and bullies public servants. You know, I think, Lorena, the thing is, is you don't understand you're a public servant. Because what Elon is probably saying is these are the business conditions that exist, which your brain can't comprehend because you're a bureaucrat who fails to understand what businesses need to, to make ends meet. You, you fail to understand there has to be a product that gets produced on time, delivered at a cost people can afford, that pays for the inputs and also returns a profit to the company. So it's, it's beyond me that the people of California would even think about letting you stay on the ballot. If I were them, I would be taking a Sharpie. Not only would I, would I mark whoever's name was next to yours, and I wouldn't care if it was Bob the dog catcher, he would be voted in way before you, and there'd be a big black Sharpie line across your name so that no one would have to even make a mistake thinking that, that I voted for you. There would be no hanging chads left for you, Lorena. 
You should go away to the benefit of the people in California because what you're doing does not help the people. It will not help the workers. You think that your union, your pro-union stance is going gonna, is gonna to build a friendship with an owner of a business who can easily transport that production overseas to China or to another place and get these products built. So, Lorena, wake up or go away. That's all you should do. Wake up or just leave because you are not helping the people of California and you're certainly not helping the constituent businesses in your district. So, so Elon, here is my, my, my plead to you. In southeastern Virginia, we had a Ford plant that shut. We've got a lot of talented people still here who understand how to make cars. Come to southeastern Virginia. I am sure we can talk to the local. Look, our governor may not be the best, but I promise you this. He will not throw you out of your plant and not allow you to work, even during COVID-19, because our shipyards are working. Our, our manufacturers are producing all over the state. Yes, there are still places where you can't go. Uh, Elon, I understand you are willing to go work on the line to avoid you know, any sort of misunderstanding. Hey, I'll be there. If you have to arrest somebody, just arrest me. So good, good leadership on you, Elon. I, I appreciate that you're standing up to the, uh, to the bureaucrats who have, have probably not, not done much for you, although she claims as if she probably started Tesla, if someone asked her. So I, I want to know what you think about these things. This makes me crazy because I'm very sensitive when, when, a, <clears throat> when a public official decides that they're going to interfere. Even the governor, even Gavin Newsom said, hey, open it up. I'm okay with it. A factory in the neighboring town is open. I mean, it's not as if this is unprecedented and he would be the only, uh, only factory in California open. That's just not true. So, Elon, come to Virginia. We're, we're much friendlier. Come to, come to the East Coast, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia. You know, there's, there's something here in this southeastern region for you that uh, you'll find plenty of bodies to come build these Teslas. Um, not only do I drive one, uh, Simon drives one. So we are Tesla fans here at Crawfordology, and we would like to invite you to come on and tell us about this crazy place you're in out in, uh, in, in Fremont, California, and what you've had to deal with politically. So, hey, guys, you know, just like always, if you haven't already, make sure you go to our page, like it. Go to our, our comments, make some comments, share this post, tell us what you think, tell us what you like. We want to hear from you, and make sure you take care of yourself and be well. We'll see you next time.